This is an uncensored podcast about sex, sexuality, gender, and body stuff. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the person or persons sharing them. Some names have been changed to protect the anonymity of its participants. It is I, your very sniffly, drunk, kind of drunk, actually, host, Drew Michael. What's up? What's up, my friends? So this evening, and the reason why I'm drunk is that I was, uh, what was I doing? Oh, I am on the board of PFLAG in my municipality (laughs) and uh tonight we were partaking we were participating actually in um this little thing we were participating in a a giving day a day where this like really i don't even know what it is it's like some foundation some rich person like left like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to and every year like all these organizations have to like work their little booties off to like try to get like money from this organization like they match you you raise money they match you dollar for dollar and then you basically double your money and it's it's a little bit like oh you know, they actually do Plinko. They have you show up. Like, I went to this party this evening, and there was no booze, by the way. It was just, like, a lot of chicken tenders. And they make people play Plinko, which is that thing where you put a coin at the top, and it falls and hits the little, like, uh, dowels, and it does, like, ding, 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 And when it lands down at the bottom, there's, like, some kind of little bucket that catches it. And then the bucket has different dollar amounts. And so my my chapter of PFLAG won $500, which was pretty cool. Um, somebody else, some other organization at the same time won like $5,000. So it was kind of like, hmm, okay. And so far, it goes on for two days, but so far they've given away $2 million to all the different organizations. So that's pretty cool. Um, and it is really wonderful I mean, we're a, we're a new organization. We're small time. Uh, I mean, PFLAG isn't, but our chapter is. So, like, you know, we don't exactly expect to have, like... Like, one of the organizations tonight walked away with, like, $108,000. Like, they raised that much and they matched that much. 
but they're doing the work to raise that much and we're not. So, and that's okay. That's okay. Like there's time for us to uh, develop our you know what I mean? I just realized I was talking about some shit that I don't need to be talking about when I'm this drunk. Um, and apparently this evening, um, the pollen decided to strike again. So it's like, I feel like the last like three months I've had terrible allergies <laughs> to where like, if you go back like six episodes, you'll hear me sniffling and I'm still fucking sniff sniffling. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I'm about to fucking get out of here. I need to move somewhere where there's one allergy season. It happens for like a month and it's like not so great, but then it's over. And then the other 11 months of the year, you're just fucking fine. Here in South Carolina, I, it's like three months. And then I've never, ever, ever had fall allergies. But like this, I remember last fall, I think I like actually had some allergies. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is not like me. Ugh. It's so stressful. I'm so upset. This is Make Sex With Me. A podcast about boobies and peepees and all that goodness. And um, tonight, our special guest is none other than the fact that I'm not wearing any pants. This is not the first time that I haven't worn pants while recording. But, you know, this is actually, like, okay... I just got an exciting idea. What if I recorded with someone else in the same room who, like, wasn't also wearing pants or, like, wasn't wearing any clothes? Like, we should have some, like, nudist sessions. That'd be so fun. Um, also, I really want for 2023, we're still in it. We're, we're not, like, halfway through it, are we? Wait a minute. January, February, March, April, May, June. Okay, so at the end of June, we'll actually be halfway through 2023, which I don't fucking understand. It just started. Ugh. I know, time fucking flies, and I'm not liking that at all. I'm hating it. I'm hating it! For 2023, I would like to do some things for the podcast that I haven't done. One of those things is I would like to interview more different kinds of people. Um, I'm trying my best to reach out to people who are on the internet, some of which, some of whom, some of whom have uh, their own podcasts. So I'm reaching out to certain people like that, seeing like, hey, are you interested in coming on the pod and talking to me? Um... And then, um, I am interested in having some, like, recorded virtual, what am I saying, virtual? Like, 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 actually having, like, a YouTube for this podcast. We actually do have a YouTube, which I never, ever talk about because... I haven't put any effort into trying to make the YouTube, like, bigger or better. So we're going to look into that. I would love to have that. It would be so fun if, like, I was interviewing, even if it was, like, 
I'm in South Carolina and someone else is like in China and we're like having an interview and neither of us are wearing pants. I would absolutely love that. Bring that on. Before we get any further, you guys, let's talk about the fact that we need you. We want you to rate, review, and subscribe. And we want you to uh, be our guest. (laughs) We want you to follow us on social media. So it's really your call. The ball is in your court. I'd love you guys to email me some more sexy stories. Um, the email address is makesexwithmepodcast at gmail.com and check out the new link tree. It's not really new anymore. Um, yeah, in the show notes, if you guys want to check out our link tree, you can check that out for all of our socials. Um, and remember, you can still subscribe if you want to help us, help us out. That's a really good way to do it. And you'll have access to all of season one. Um, the, the, the early, the early works. That is what that is. And, uh, I'm sure that I admit to some pretty embarrassing things in the beginning. Nothing I wouldn't also admit to now but yeah the early works were pretty pretty special some of what i'm going to touch on this evening is um how do you say it's like what i've what i some stuff that i've been wanting to touch on since like i i started the podcast um and some of it is, I don't want to say controversial, but it's like, well, I mean, you can decide. It's, you can decide. I am going to touch on some stuff that's like, you know, shining a light on where we've maybe like created some double standards. Like, obviously, like, I believe in women's rights and, you know, bodily autonomy for women and all this stuff and like. But I also believe in, and we shouldn't forget, that men deserve all those same rights. You know, like, men deserve um, to express themselves and to share their thoughts and feelings. And they deserve to have bodily autonomy and, you know, control and decision-making abilities over their own bodies. Um, They also deserve to have emotions and express their emotions, right? Um, I said feelings before, but, you know, that's, that's not untrue. I'm just repeating it because it, it, it's worth repeating. These things are all like, like men have never had a shortage of um, outlets to express their thoughts, but they certainly have had a shortage of places to express their emotions. It's been... They've been conditioned to think that they can't express their emotions. And what's so fucking funny is I... um, I consider myself to be queer, non-binary person with a penis. But I still 
feel conditioned to do things like a male would do things in so many ways. And I kind of go back and forth between rebelling or just being like, ugh, whatever. It's so much easier just to like do what they want and I don't really care. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, I don't really care. It's so comfortable to just like do what I've always had to do regardless of like, you know, my desires, my secret desires to be more feminine or whatever. Like, or I can be feminine, but then like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I have to say this is getting off, off our point a little bit, but I, I do want to say that because we are going to touch on what it's like for me as a non-binary person uh, living and loving in the South. Um, I more and more now when I'm out and about and I am living in the Carolinas uh, I don't know if you guys remember the North Carolina bathroom trans bathroom you know debacle um, that was like way before all of this like anti-trans legislation that's like being talked about now uh, North Carolina wanted to ban trans people from bathrooms right uh, and I'm not trans, but I am non-binary. And when I walk up to those gendered bathrooms in, you know, restaurants and establishments here, I kind of go like, oh, it's really awkward for me. Because lately when I get all dressed up to go out and have fun, I'm wearing makeup. I'm wearing a little bit of makeup. A little bit of lip gloss on, and my outfit is a little bit more androgynous. And I just think, like, well, from behind, most people think I'm a woman, you know? What is going to happen? Like, I went into the men's bathroom tonight at this restaurant we were at for dinner, and I was like, I can't use the urinal. I feel too feminine right now to use the urinal. And for me, it's like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't even understand, um, I don't, I don't know if I can make sense out of me dressed the way I was standing to pee at a urinal. Like, I can't, I can't make sense. That's too gender, the gender fuckery there is high. And, and I, it's weird that I, me, someone like me, like, I, why would I feel weird about that but I have to admit that it's more than just, like, I'm afraid someone's going to walk in and see me. I mean, there is a part of me that is, like, oh, that would be so awkward if some guy walks in and he sees what looks from behind to be a woman peeing at the urinal. And I, I'm afraid for that situation to happen. But at the same time, I'm, like, I don't feel like standing up to pee right now. A part of me does, because it's easy, and I, I mean, who wants to sit down on a toilet in a public bathroom, regardless of gender? It's like, I don't know about that. I'd have to, like, look at the seat first, like, make sure. But there was something about, like, it just didn't feel like my vibe. And we're going to get, I want to get deeper into that. Um... I could have easily used the women's room and felt, like, completely comfortable tonight. There's other times when I just want to stand at a trough 
with my dick out with a bunch of other men and just be like, what's up? You know, like there's, I just, it's not as easy as saying, oh, you just want to be trans. You just want to be a woman. And you know, like that's not, that's not all of it. It's not, that's not enough for me. There are people that that is their story. They're like, yep. But that's, I'm so on the spectrum of gender and sexuality. Uh, also tonight, there was this really cute bartender and I really just wanted to sit at his bar and just flirt with him all night. But my niece and my, her friend, we were all together and he, they wanted to sit out on the, on the, on the deck overlooking the river and there was a sunset and then like we moved inside because it was cold, but then we like played like a board game. It was like so cute. Um, but none of those things were near the bartender that was super cute. But what was cute was the bartender looked like a kind of like a trucker. He was like this cute little hipster trucker guy, beard, you know, cute little tiny bun in the back, like and he wore had like a ball cap on, little button up shirt. It was so cute. Um he was you know, presented as just like this like cis straight dude. But then when he talked, he was like very I was like, oh, wow, are you something? And he looked, looked at me a certain way, and I was like, ooh, you are, like, gay. But then I was like, but are you are you maybe trans? And I was just like, oh, this guy's fucking adorable. And I was like, I don't know if you're trans or cis or whatever, but, like... I'm really into you. I don't really care what's in your pants. I'm very into you. And like, we could date and I would eat whatever genitals you've got down there. I would just eat them. <laughs> I would eat them. Um, so yeah, I'm on the fucking sex spectrum too, bitches. I do like, um, I'm attracted to male presenting people, but, and I'm also non-monogamous. So like, you know, if we were together, I might be like, you know, you've got a little dick, but I need like, every once in a while I need like a schlong. I need a schlong and a strap on is not going to work because toys are not the same for me. So, but, you know, I, I, I honestly think I could really date a trans guy. No problem. And I also think that I would like to fuck a trans guy. Like, be the top. I think that would be really hot. I don't know why. I just think it'd be really hot. I don't feel like... Like, there's definitely cis guys I want to fuck, too. But few and far between. Um... I don't always feel the urge to do that with a cis guy. I don't know. It's weird. And like I said, I'm not perfect. I have these, like, I'm conditioned just like the next person. I've worked a lot on expanding my mind, but, like, maybe there's some part of me that's, like, man, the the, the cis male here or whatever is, like, the dominant one or I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I've been like a card carrying bottom for so long, but I've, I've topped a few times. All right, let's take a fake break, a fake break. 
we're going to call it a fake break because um, we don't have a sponsor anymore. Thanks, Spotify. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Did you miss us while you're gone? I need water because my voice is really dry. Uh... Ooh, my breath is hot right now. I can, like, feel my breath, like... Bouncing off the filter of my microphone. It's real hot. Do you like that? Great. Okay, so let's get into talking about what I wanted to talk about. Um, this is going to be a great episode for dudes, for guys, for men. Um, don't forget, I do have a penis. Do not forget. Um, so I do belong in a category of people and I can't, you know, I could easily be like, oh, I fucking hate men. They're terrible. (laughs) Or I could sit around with my girlfriends, my cis girlies and be like, they're like shitting on men and I'm like, right, they're totally, (laughs) totally, right? They're totally terrible. And just kind of like let them like just complain and vent about the how terrible guys are, right? Um, but you know what? The reason why women are so frustrated is because men have been terrible to them. And unfortunately, men have been terrible to women kind of because probably other men have been terrible to them. You know, this thing of like, you never want to be the, the lowest on the totem pole. So like, if you're not up there towards the top in the world of men and you're not okay with that, wouldn't you be that asshole that was just like shitty to women and there's a million different reasons, like, ways to be shitty to women. Also, like, men who are shitty to other men who are like women or who do things that women like, you know? Like, like you can't be a straight guy who, like, does needlepoint. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why needlepoint is what I always come to. Maybe I've watched too many, like... Jane Austen movies or whatever, but, like, that certainly is a thing that women do, right, in history that men do not do. I feel like that was, like, in some some places, like, the extent of, like, an education for a woman. Like, yeah, yeah, they taught her how to read, but, like, she can't go to college, but what she can do? Fucking needlepoint. There you go. Great. A man doing needlepoint would have been deeply frowned upon throughout most of the history of needlepoint, at least, right? Um, It's super, super not okay in our society for some reason for men to do anything like a woman. 
And I fucking, you know, you know that's true. Because Madonna fucking wrote a song about it. And then so did Beyonce. And I feel like Britney did. Did Britney do a song like that? Well, Madonna's song was, um, um, what was it? It was, um, oh, what it feels like for a girl. (laughs) Do you know what it feels like for a girl? That's what it is. Um, let me look at the lyrics. The lyric that I wanted, oh, fuck me in the fucking ass, you piece of fucking motherfucking shit fuck. Viewful lyrics. Okay. Um, Girls can wear jeans and cut their hair short. Wear shirts and boots because it's okay to be a boy. But for a boy to look like a girl is degrading. Because you think that being a girl is degrading. But secretly, you'd love to know what it's like, wouldn't you? What it feels like for a girl. Oh, man, I forget how much I love Madonna. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Beyonce has, If I were a boy, which is fun. I sing really good right now. That's my drunk allergy voice. Please, nobody think that that's the extent of my musical talent. <laughs> it's really bad. So, yeah, I think I think that in society, I think Madonna fucking said it. I think, like... It's not okay. Like, men do not think it's okay to act like women because, honestly, they think women are less than them. And I think more and more and more men are starting to see that women are not less than them. But I think, ugh, I think there's still way too many men that are either unsure about that or... You know, they think women are wonderful, but they're just a little bit better than them. And they do not see them as their equals. And so it's almost like to see a man uh, be anything like a woman, it's like, they're like, you fucking moron. Why did you give up your privileges? We hate you. Or, oh, you want to be like a woman? We'll treat you like a woman. Ugh. It's just, it's just so shitty. And the other thing too is there's all these different cultures around the world where, you know, they maybe haven't come as far as, I don't want to say them as we have, because we haven't come far enough either. But there's definitely some cultures that are way, way behind in like those ideas about men and women. I mean, there's there's cultures where, like, they still think women are, like, a percentage of how important men are. And how would they ever deal with homosexuality or trans people or non-binary people? Like, how, would they, how are they ever going to get to those bridges to cross if they can't even, you know, mostly agree that women and men are equals? Uh... <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty not okay. Okay, so, yes, men have treated women like pupukaka for most of history, right? That's, no one's trying to argue that. But I do think that men don't treat themselves well. I don't think men treat other men well. 
I hate when I hear men calling their bodies, their own bodies or other men's bodies disgusting as if seeing another naked man would make their stomach churn. I don't like hearing anyone body shame another person's body. And I have had to catch myself time and time again body shaming other people and myself. And I really work hard. I think I really work hard to to catch myself doing that shit and just say like, no fucking way. No, absolutely not. You will not body shame. It's completely unacceptable. Um, it is inappropriate. If other, you know what? I'm fucking sick of this. Someone's saying, oh my God, I can't believe that she's wearing that bathing suit. She's so fat. That is disgusting. As if her being happy in her skin, wearing a bathing suit like anyone else is the inappropriate thing in that situation. No, the inappropriate thing in that situation is your hatred for your body and other people's bodies and your um, flippant, uh, I really like wanted to say the word flippant. <laughs> I also want to say the word flippancy, which I don't think is a word, but fuck you. It is now. Your flippant body shaming. Like you're just like, Oh, that's totally fine for me to talk shit about somebody's body like that. First of all, that body is keeping that person alive. Your body's keeping you alive. You're so fucking lucky that your body keeps you alive. You go to sleep at night. I love telling this to my yoga students. You go to fuck to sleep tonight and you're not even conscious. And your fucking body keeps you from dying. It keeps breathing. It's like, don't worry, boo. We got you. You go sleep. We'll stay awake for you. Your body stays awake so that you can go to sleep. And then you wake up the next morning. Which is a fucking gift. And you're going to talk shit about your body or someone else's body. No, bodies are fucking amazing. And you could just choose to focus on all the things that go wrong when you're 89 and you're like, oh, my body is just falling apart. And it's like, yeah, you were only supposed to live to like 40. And you're, you've lived twice as long as you were like meant to live. And you're complaining that your body's falling apart. So sorry. Can you fucking change your ways, please? Can you just like <laughs> stop complaining and just, like, count your blessings, not your, you know, your hard... I almost said your hardings. Not your Tanya hardings, okay? Don't count those. Count your fucking blessings. It will make you happier. It'll make you have a better time. Being grateful actually makes you happy. Not if you're, like someone's telling you to be grateful and you don't want to be, that's not going to make you happy, but actually being grateful for all of the things that are actually working out for you. <sighs> I have two fucking arms and two fucking legs. That is a lot more than some people can say, right? 
And all of my limbs pretty much work 100%. That is pretty amazing. I have two I have two nipples. I don't know why that was the next thing. I actually wanted to say that before arms and legs. I wanted to start with I have two nipples. And you know what? They're really good nipples. They really are. I like my nipples. And so should you. No, you should like your nipples and my nipples too. Nipples are great. Um, I also know that men have nipples because women have nipples, and I don't remember why, but that is what I heard one time. So, where were we? I, I do think we can touch on that, um, people that don't like, I wanted to say men who don't like nudity, but I, I think we should touch on people that don't like nudity, because I do know some women who don't like nudity, especially... <coughs> Excuse me. Especially, like, when you're... Okay, so this is the age-old... Not age-old thing, but it's the thing I hear all the fucking time. Of, like, God, like, younger guys or younger girls going, God, that fucking locker room is so disgusting. Like, there's all these old, naked people walking around with their shit hanging out. It's so gross, I want to vomit. I can't. I can't with that negativity. I'm so sorry but I fucking can't. It doesn't need to happen. You are obviously ashamed of your own self, afraid of aging, afraid of that your body's going to look like that one day. You don't want the me- the remembery, the remembering. You don't want to be remembered that you are going to age essentially. So when you see an old naked person, you just go, "Ugh." And to be honest, I see some old naked people and I think like, in my head I'm going, ooh, gross. But not to the point of like, I want them to not be allowed to be naked in public. Like in a locker room. I need to go and report them to management because I don't think they should be able to walk from the shower to their locker naked. It's like, really? You couldn't just fucking not look at them. You weren't even able to to not look at them. You did literally nothing. <laughs> like, you went out of your way to report them, but, like, that was so much more effort than, like, just not looking at their naked body. And also, like, their body is naked, but not for you to look at. Like, that's the thing I think everyone needs to get through their fucking head. When we're naked in public, like, in a locker room or, like, an appropriate place, right? Because, obviously, there's a lot of places you're not supposed to be naked. And the reason why it's inappropriate is because you're not supposed to be naked there, right? If they changed the law and said you could be naked anywhere... It would be appropriate to be naked, but there is a law, and you probably would be fined or arrested for being naked there, so it's not appropriate. That should be pretty simple to understand. Um, are the, is the law always right? No. But, you know, best of luck to you if you're like, I'm going to challenge the laws <laughs> about nudity. Like, I'm just going to be 
naked in the middle of downtown. Just fuck, fuck the law. Best of luck to you, my friend. But when you are in a place like a locker room or a shower, a public shower, or, you know, any of that, that is the appropriate time to be naked. I talked about a guy who came up to me at my job, because I work at a gym, was like complaining about how there were naked people in the steam room in the men's locker room. There were naked men in the men's locker room steam room. And I said, oh, well, they should have a towel underneath them. I was like, my main thing is they should have a towel between their asshole and the seat they're sitting on. And the guy was like, well, that too, but that's not the problem. And I was like, what is the problem? And he was like, well, they're naked and, you know, that shouldn't be allowed. And I'm like, well, are they doing anything inappropriate? And he's like, yeah, they're naked. And I was like, yeah, but that's not inappropriate. I mean, sexuality, you know, like... You don't have to sexualize their bodies. They're they're not there for you to look at. And they're comfortable. And there's more than one of them. So you're kind of a minority here, I think. You know, like... And like I said before, it would be so easy for you, if you don't want to see naked people, to just not go to the one place where people can be naked. Like, just don't go there. And you won't have to see any naked people. And there's literally a sauna that's co-ed that you have to wear clothes in. And you could easily just go to that sauna and get a very similar uh, treatment, right? But he chose to go to the men's only steam room where older men sit naked quite frequently. And these are men, by the way, who have been through shit, right? And they, a lot of these men have been through war they've been in the military through vietnam i don't know if too many of these men were in world war ii but maybe maybe some of them i don't fucking know i can't do math maybe the cold war maybe the korean war there's all these wars right they've been in them and because they went through the military they were trained that there's nothing wrong with being naked with other men um and so don't make a fucking big deal about it. Got me? And they're like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Right? <laughs> Whatever. And then um, they just they just didn't make a big deal about it. Right? Um, I've also talked on the podcast about how, like, it's probably not good to have... It is not good, let's say, to have forced showers in schools because although there shouldn't be a big deal about showering at school with your schoolmates um young people should have bodily autonomy over their own bodies they should decide if they want to be naked in front of other people we do live in a society that that really really thinks that wearing clothes is very important so you're going to have people who really want to keep their clothes on. And that should be okay, right? Nobody should make you take your clothes off in public. Um, that should be fine. Like, we shouldn't be forcing that. I think a long time ago, they didn't have a lot of consideration for different gender identities, different uh, sexualities, and they were just like, 
the girls go over here, the boys go over there, and the boys can be naked together, and the girls can be naked together. And there's nothing weird about that because there's no such thing as boys liking boys and girls liking girls, <laughs> even though we kind of know there is. But those are just freaks. Those aren't, those aren't most people. Those are freaks. And there's like one in a million of those freaks. It's like, well, it's like one in four, I think, or something like that. But, uh, yeah. So, times have changed. We are starting to say there's different genders. There's different sexualities, right? And, um, yeah, you can't make someone get naked if they don't want to. No, no. No, no, no. It doesn't matter if they're 6 or 9 or 12 or 14 or 24 or 70. Like, you can't. It's their decisions, their body. I fully 100% think that your body, your fucking choice. Nobody is fucking forcing you to get a vaccine. Nobody ever was forced to get the vaccine, by the way. Let's just say that. Yeah, maybe your job said you got to get it or you're fired. But you could have quit, and you could have gotten another job. And you probably could have gotten pandemic unemployment, which was, like, fucking bonkers amazing. So, like, you were not forced, nobody was forced to get a vaccine. You might have been shamed into getting it by society, who all thought, yes, there's a fucking pandemic, get a fucking vaccine shot. But you weren't forced. Nobody was. Um... You were also not forced to wear a mask. Like, you maybe couldn't go inside the grocery store without it. Or maybe couldn't go to a bowling alley without it. Or maybe, like, couldn't, like, take a college course without it. But all of those establishments decided that they were going to comply with, like, what the government was saying was, like, safe and effective. And they said, if you come into our establishment, you have to wear a mask. So you didn't have to wear a mask, but if you wanted to go into their privately owned establishment, then you had to. And so you either did or didn't, but you weren't forced to wear a mask. You could have found a place, similar establishment that didn't require it, and you could have gone there. You could have. It's not forced. And also, like, is it that bad to wear a mask while you go to the grocery store for fucking 20 minutes? Is it really that bad? Is that the worst thing ever? Would you have died? Sorry, I get really fucking heated. I guess I'm still pretty bitter about the whole thing. <laughs> um, but I don't believe that, you know, anyone has the right to circumcise their child. That is not your foreskin. That is not your penis. He should be able to decide if he keeps his foreskin. So you should not circumcise a baby. You should not circumcise a young person until they are old enough to make up their own mind. And that's what's so fucking funny about the whole trans thing of, like, people being afraid that, like, these evil doctors and crazy parents and, like, these insane trans, you know, supporters are, like... They're cutting everyone's dicks off and they're bloody blah blah. And it's like, first of all, they don't cut the dick off. They kind of just like invert it. Second of all, um, we don't call it a dick in that scenario. But also, um, nobody's having gender affirming surgery unless they're like 
18, I'm pretty sure. It depends on the state, probably. But, like, nobody younger than, like, 16 or 17 for sure. And I'm pretty sure people are pretty sure what they want about regarding sex and sexuality and gender, right? That's what I meant by sex. When they're 17. Not everybody. But if you're being honest with yourself, you probably know. Also, you could do all these things. You could be on um, hormone blockers and, like, taking different kinds of hormones. Testosterone, estrogen, whatever. Progesterone? Is that a thing? Uh, And all of those, like, gender-affirming care medications and whatnot and supplements. You could be doing all of that and not be... All of that's reversible. You could just stop taking all that and you'd go right back to, you know, your body progressing in the opposite direction. And I know people that go off and on tea and like, you know, that's how it goes, right? Um, you could do all of that and you would be in a proper place at when you're legally old enough to decide what happens to your genitals or the top part of your body, you know, like, as far as, like, surgeries go. And that's what's happening more often than not. It's so funny, though, that people are like, how can you be mutilating these, like, young children who, like, think they know what they want, but they're confused, they don't know. Meanwhile, most people are circumcising their sons because they, they, they think that this thing that they were born with like, I have a friend who's Christian, and she says all this negative shit about foreskin. And I'm like, girl, first of all, you're a girl, so shut the fuck up. What if I what if I came in here and talked to a bunch of guys and said, like, what should we do with this girl's vagina? We should decide what happens to this girl's vagina. No, that's not okay. So you as a woman don't get to decide what happens to my penis. Or anyone else's penis, for that matter. You don't get to decide what happens to someone else's genitals. That's fucking it. Calling out a fucking double standard. And I do not care. And I've had guests who've talked about this, how female genital mutilation is a hundred times worse than male genital mutilation. I don't fucking care. They're both unacceptable. They're both inappropriate. And you don't know. You don't know how damaging male genital mutilation is. In some cases, it can be really, really bad. As bad as female genital mutilation. I mean, there's been cases where they circumcised a baby and it died. That death was only caused by the fact that they circumcised that baby. That should not have happened. It was an unnecessary surgery. Those medical providers put that child at risk and it fucking died as a result. That should have never happened. And there's cases where, like, they botch a circumcision and damage the penis. There's been all sorts of scenarios. You can imagine they just accidentally cut the penis off. Yeah, that's literally happened. If you can imagine um, that, and this is the thing that nobody talks about, 
intersex people, there are so many people born with both sets of genitals, multiple sets of genitals, um, just genitals that don't fully look this way or that way, genitals that are mostly one way and a little bit the other way. There's the, the um, I can't remember what they're called, but the, the people who were born that looked female and then they developed into male at a, at a, you know, when they started going through puberty, like there's all these different scenarios of intersex people and they just think they're going to call the sex when you're born. And that never works out. It almost never works out with intersex people. There's been people who were like, it looked mostly female and there was a little bit too much in the male direction. And they said, well, let's just amputate the male looking parts and just make this a proper looking vagina and hoo-ha, whatever. And then that baby grows up to be a man who's like, where the fuck is my penis? That's literally happened. The doctor decided to amputate my penis when I was born. And I wish I had a penis. None of this is being talked about. All people deserve bodily autonomy. You get to decide what happens to your penis and your vagina and your fingers and your ears and your nose and your tongue and your eyeballs and all of that. With the exception of like, if you are dying and you become unconscious and the hospital's like, we have to do in a surgery, we have to open this person up and save their life because they're going to die, right? That's the one time when like, they don't have to have your permission to save your life. Unless you've said like, I do not want to be resuscitated, in which case that's documented somewhere. So uh, now that all that's out there, now it's going to be fun after this. So, um, I think that all of this comes from just, it, it all comes from a fear of yourself and a hatred for yourself. And it comes from being afraid of, you know, what would happen if you were really real with others about who you are or yourself? Like, that's what's so important. More than anything, me being non-binary has is a political statement. I am absolutely not going to accept the gender binary. It's unacceptable. It doesn't work for anybody if you really think about it. I think the the people who don't want us to mix things up or whatever. I don't know what they're, what they're saying, what their defense is. I think they're afraid that we have to have women and men. That's what makes society the way it is. We need to have one and then the other. We need to have yin and yang. And by the way, stop using yin and yang as man and woman. That is not what, what yin and yang means. You do need to have contrast, but, like, what could be more contrast-presenting than, like, 
a full a plethora of different possibilities, like a spectrum or a color wheel or, you know, like just having more options. You could still contradict other things in a way that's like presenting good contrast. Like, yes, how could I ever know what cold is if I never knew hot? Yeah, like I understand the concept of needing contrast, but um, we don't have to have full male to know full female. We also could have some people who say like, I'm 100% male. Awesome. If you truly believe that, that's great, right? And then there's also a ton of people who don't think that they're 100% male. This guy over here thinks he's 80%. This woman over here says she's 2% male. You know, this person over here says that they are 50 50, 60 40, 70 30. I can do math. Look at me. You know, that's all okay. It's all okay. And nobody gets hurt because I am this gender or this sexuality. You can still be you and it's just wonderful isn't that just great nothing bad happens there's room in the universe for all of us to have ours and it's fucking great thanks so much so i think it comes from the fear and the self-hatred and the self-loathing not liking other naked bodies comes from the fact that you don't like your naked body And, of course, religion mucks it all up. Of course it does. Um, there's to so many belief systems and religions or whatever that are saying, like, it's important to be modest. It's wrong to be naked in front of other people. It's wrong to flaunt your, your naked body. I purposefully don't close the shower curtains at my gym when I'm showering because, A, the shower curtains are kind of gross. And, B, I like to be naked. And I want everyone to be naked. I wish we had a fucking communal shower. I wish there were no walls or, or barriers or curtains. It'd be a lot easier for them to clean the fucking room. We'd all just be hanging out. you know. And again, if you want to have one or two stalls for people who aren't comfortable, that's fine. If your religion says to, like, you shouldn't be naked in front of other people, I respect that. I'm not going to force anyone. Again, you have bodily autonomy. But... You also have to understand that if you're if you if you're a specific religion that specifically believes certain things, you kind of have to re understand that like you're a minority. So like other people are going to continue to do what they want and that's got to be okay with you. Move to a fucking city, dude. Like in the city, one of my favorite things about living in New York or any other big city is that there's just so many different kinds of people doing their own fucking thing. And everyone just agrees, like, for the most part. Like, I have no control over what you're doing. I don't have fucking time to. I just have to do me. You do you. And, you know, that's all fine. We, we tolerate each other at the very least. Uh, and, you know, if we don't accept something about another person we just fucking keep our fucking mouth shut we just fucking this person i don't know this person i don't need to tell them what i think because this person doesn't need to fucking matter to me because i don't fucking know them 
And that's just fucking great. It's wonderful. There's room for that. There's room for that. It's wonderful. Um, I want to talk about... I want to move in now to something interesting. Okay. So there was this hot, hot guy. And this is just one example of something that happens all the time. You know, I have... There's three urinals in the bathroom. I just happen to like to pee in the middle one. And I also kind of like do it as a social experiment of like, I'm in the middle, so you've got to stand next to me if you're going to pee. And I'm not doing it to like look over and see your dick. There's actually like little divider things in between the urinals. And I would never, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not the kind of guy who like looks over at someone's dick and is like, eh. like I'm not that trolley guy. That's actually one thing I'd be afraid of becoming, right? Um, and I don't ever make the first move, and I, I don't hit on people. Like, I I try to, and then I am a fucking clown. But I do think, like, if I stay in the middle, who's going to have the cojones to come up and say, like, that's right, we're both guys, we can pee next to each other, or whatever, you know? Like, who's going to not be a little fucking wimp? But... Okay, so in the minute, I'm going to talk to you about why what I just said is not okay. But I do think that. I do think, like, what kind of a little motherfucking, I want to say pussy, which is, which is not a good thing to say because it's, like, who's acting like a woman now? Because a pussy is a female body part. So that's a, a way that we talk about men acting like women and being less of a man or being valued less so i have to fucking watch myself i caught myself do you see that i policed it i policed it good <sighs> 28 hail mary's 45 our fathers so i do kind of want to see like who walks up to me and pees in one of the urinals next to me so frequently a guy will walk in he'll see me and because of who I am and what they have gathered or know about me, a lot of, more often than not, they will not go into one of the urinals on either side of me. They will go into a stall. And then I listen to see if they're peeing. Like if they're standing up to go pee. And they do so many times. And you're like, oh my God. You didn't want to pee in it, but then you have to understand, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with who I am. It could have been that they're pee shy. There's literally people who can't pee with someone standing next to them. And I understand. I've had a little bit of pee shyness before. I've got over it. Um, because I wanted to, but it's a hard thing to get over for some people. So like, the truth is, I don't know why they won't pee next to me. I just observe that a lot of guys won't pee next to me. If I went to the the one all the way to the left of the three urinals, there's a good, a, a, almost said gooder, there's a gooder chance that somebody would go to the far right one still because there'd be one in between. But because I'm in the middle, it's very rare that somebody would go to the ones next to me. Social experiments are fun. Just... Try it out, guys. All right. 
so here's a story. Here's an example of, of what I am working with, what's in my head about this. There's this really hot guy. He is a chiropractor. He's probably in his late 40s. He's got a banging bod. He's got a beautiful booty. His body is nice. He's not like a muscle god or anything, but he's got like a really nice body. You can tell he did sports. Everything's proportioned nicely. He's got hair where hair needs to be, except for he's he's a little bald on top. But he's really hot. He's a fucking dilf. So, and he actually has really beautiful daughters. He has two beautiful daughters. I don't know if he has any sons. Actually, no, I think he does. I, I don't remember seeing them, though. His children are gorgeous. I'm sure his wife is a fucking goddess, whatever. He's really hot, and he's a chiropractor, so it's like, please break my neck in half and fucking rip me apart. Anyway, of course I find him hot, but that's, by the way, that's okay. That's okay for me to find you hot. You find people hot who probably don't find you hot back. And I find people hot who don't find me back, hot back. And it's okay to find someone hot. And it's okay to talk to someone. And it's okay to flirt with someone. It's okay to do all those things initially. If you um, understand that that person feels uncomfortable and you continue to do it, that's kind of not okay, right? That's It starts to become harassment and that's no good. But initially, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or female or male or non-binary or bisexual or asexual or intersexed or whatever, black, white, Chinese, Latino. If you want to find someone attractive, you definitely can. And in a lot of times, you there's nothing you could do about that. You can't control it, right? And if you want to be like, hey, what's up? If you want to ask them out on a date, if you want to tell them, like, something nice you think about them, that's all fine. But if they say no, or if they say anything that's, like, hinting at, like, I'm not into you, then you just have to say, okay, cool, well, see you later. Um, and then maybe you could still be friends with them, but you just gotta see, right? You just gotta, like, take some time to see. All right. I didn't do any of that with this guy. I find him really fucking hot. I lust after this man. But I noticed that he is really open to being naked in the locker room, like when he's changing, but not in front of me. And he doesn't hate me. He says hi to me. And I'll be like, hey, what's up? And he'll say, hey, hey, what's up? And like, it's all fine. He'll even talk to me, ask me how I'm doing. But he does not want me to see his penis. And I would think, oh, maybe he just doesn't want anyone to see his penis. Except for the fact that I walked into the locker room the other day. And he was completely naked, toweling himself off facing a guy he was talking to, another guy who was presumably straight. And he had one of his legs up on the bench so he could dry his, like, ass and his legs and stuff. And his dick was just right there flopping around in front of the guy who was sitting on the same bench facing him, basically, you know, um, and sucking his dick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
He wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was so funny. He wasn't sucking his dick. <laughs> they were straight, but they were fucking. <laughs> they were 69ing. They were doing. That guy had his whole arm up his asshole. It was crazy. No, none of that happened. Oh, God, I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I think I have a dry muscle from laughing. Okay, so none of that went down. But he was not afraid to have this full-on conversation with his dick right there. And I walked in, and he had just kind of like, I don't know if he had taken his leg down. Somehow I walked in and got a full look at his beautiful penis and balls and his beautiful little bush and, like, his hot everything. And he saw me and instantly took his leg down and turned away from me. Still continued to talk to that guy, but it was like, nope, nope, not not for you. Because what? What am I going to do with it? Am I going to walk over and jerk you off? No. No, what am I going to do with it? What am I going to do with it that that other guy didn't do with it? That other guy can have a, an eyeful, but I can't? Because what, I'm a queer? Like, it was just like, I and I want to get defensive. But then I have to say, like, well, he just, maybe he didn't even think about it. Maybe he just didn't feel comfortable. And if he doesn't feel comfortable, then, like, you have to respect that, right? I think that's something we need to talk about. Oh, and before I get into that, let me also talk about the fact that um, guys, for some reason, don't think their butts are very sexual. Straight guys don't think their butts are sexual. It's really funny. Um, so they don't mind you seeing their naked ass or even, like, bending over and you seeing their balls, the back of their balls and their asshole. Like, they don't, they don't think that's anything to worry about but they really just don't want you to see their dick. And some guys don't want anyone to see their dick. Maybe they're, like, afraid of how they, like, you know, measure up to other guys or something. I don't know. But, like, then there's these guys that, like, I just don't want you to see my dick. And it's not like I was like, oh, look at the dick. Like, I just, I walked around the corner and it was there and I looked at it for a second and then looked away because I don't want to be rude. I wasn't staring it wasn't like I was staring, so he turned away. He looked at me and said, oh, it's that guy turned away. Um, and I've seen him do that before. He, I've, I've, I've seen him naked in the locker room before, and he's turned away and just like, I don't want you to see my dick. And it's as if I was just going to steal the dick. Like, I'm just going to, like, I'm a dick thief. And I have probably like a thousand pictures of dicks on my phone, so I might be. But I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not going to think anything. I'm not going to be like... Like, if you came up to me and just started, like, doing the helicopter right in front of my face, I might think that you want me to suck your dick. Or if you said, hey, you want to suck my dick? I might think that you want me to suck your dick. But other than that, no. I'm, I don't... Nothing's going to happen. And you're fine. And I'm fine. <laughs> But, again, we have to respect how 
people are uncomfortable by things, right? I, I don't, it's not right to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Um, you don't know what's in their past or, you know, what traumas they have. Um, but I will say that men, especially cis, white, straight men, are under attack a lot right now. And not in a way that's like, anyone needs to be very worried. Because again, they've been at the top of the pyramid for fucking ever, right? And they're still very much in control of things. You know, they have very slimy ways of staying where they are. We're not like taking them down and keeping them down at all. And there's no like agenda to remove them and then like replace them with like a lesbian black woman and like she stays there forever, you know. Um, <laughs> there's no agenda, right? We just want equal rights for everyone, like, but for real this time, right? Um, there is an attack, though, on that, because for a lot of time, for a lot of reasons, there needs to be, but we talk a lot about what we call, like, white male fragility, and, like, you know, all the things that make the people on the top feel even the slightest bit uncomfortable, and we're like, oh, I'm sorry, does my existence make you feel uncomfortable? And, like, all of that, like... They are ridiculous about wanting to be comfortable. They are. They they expect no amount of discomfort. Please and thank you. Or like, no amount of discomfort. Fuck off. It was more like it. But, that being said, we can't be like... It's different to be like oh, I'm sorry you're uncomfortable by my existence. Fuck you. Or you're naked and I'm not naked and I walk in and you're uncomfortable. That's not a fuck you. We can't, that can't be a fuck you. Okay, we have to respect that discomfort while maintaining the no. You don't get to be uncomfortable because I'm just in the room. You know, like, I have every right to be in the locker room. I'm also going to change. So you don't have any right to be uncomfortable by me being here. But you do have a right to feel uncomfortable if I'm in the room and I'm looking at your penis, right? Like, you don't have to be watched while you're naked. And I wasn't watching him, but, like, if he had wanted me to... I would have probably watched a little bit more. If he had not turned around and he kept it on display, I probably would have snuck a few more peeks. Um, but then again, he really doesn't have to get naked where anyone and everyone can see him. He could also do the stupid fucking towel dance that people like to do, which is makes you look like a fucking jamook. Is that a bad word to say? What's a jamook? Let's look that up. I think that might be uh, derogatory. Um, let me ask Siri. What is a jamook? Decrepit car. A decrepit car is a car that is often old and damaged and is in a burial functional state. 
a barely functional state. That's not what I asked, Siri. Thanks and no thanks. Let me ask again. What does the word jamuk mean? Jamuk. It says jamuk coffee. Is a coffee? Also spelled jamuk, jamuke, and jamope. The term is used for an idiot also has also been suggested to derive from what? It's a fool or an idiot. There's also jaboni or probably jabroni. Oh, that suggested that they lack mental abilities beyond that of a cup of coffee <laughs> or perhaps an unrelated word. Um, oh, it's also been suggested to, suggested to drive from a dialectal Italian word, giamope. In 1960s, it also began, began to be used as slang for male genitalia. This term may be the origin of Cup of Joe and Joe. See those entries for more. All right. Well, you learn something fucking every day, right? So that is something I think we need to be aware of. Homophobia, which I'm assuming there's a little bit of um, with that guy or guys like him, is... It is an actual phobia, right? And we need to not tolerate hate and violence. But if someone's afraid of something and they were actually able to say, like, you guys, I don't like it, but I do feel uncomfortable and I don't want to. But, like, I'm a little bit afraid. And they were willing to have that conversation about their fears. That's that's where we need to be, Right we shouldn't come to this place of like, well, it's too fucking late now. You guys had fucking millennia to fucking talk it out and whatever and describe how uncomfortable you are with the fags and the fucking, you know, bitches and the fucking, like, black people. You've had your time. If they are ready to talk and actually open up... You, no one else has to be willing to meet them for that conversation, but I want to be willing. I want to be there. I want to be open to that conversation so that all people in the conversation can open up and learn and love and be more happy and understanding and less fearful about other people. It sucks to be afraid of other people. It fucking sucks. And too many of us are afraid of each other. And too many of us are afraid of ourselves. So no, I'm not expecting anyone to meet cis white straight men anywhere for a conversation so that they can, once again, try to make them understand. No. But if that cis white hetero straight fucking whatever jamuk... <laughs> Um, 
is open to learning and isn't like coming from a defensive place is coming from a completely open place. Fuck. Yeah. And I've had those conversations. I've had guys who were terrified of me, hated me and their wives thought I was wonderful. And they ended up coming to an event I was at and we all got drunk and they were like, man, you're fucking cool. And I was like, yeah, I fucking am. Duh. And they realized that like, oh, gays are kind of cool maybe. And it's like so fucking stupid. Like, oh, you get a gold star now. You're at 45 and you finally realize that gay people are human beings. It's, <laughs> it's a little bit too late. It's too little too late. Yes, but aren't we glad they... They finally came around, you know? They deserve to be told, like, dude, you're fucking stupid. But yes, I am cool. And we should be friends, you know? Like, we should be friends, but not really. If we're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna fucking go back on everything you said when you were drunk, you know? Like, you said you wanted to fuck me in my ass. And I, I remember, because I wasn't that drunk. I'm kidding. That never happened. <laughs> Maybe just that once. But you realize I was cool when we were drinking. And I am fucking cool, whether you're drunk or not. So <laughs> let's let's remember that and continue to move forward, not backwards. Thank you. <sighs> I... I think I talked about all the things on my list. I think men need to be able to redefine their manliness, their manhood. I think without the binary, men can do all sorts of things that they would enjoy without fear of being labeled a sissy or a pussy or a wussy or basically just rhyme words that rhyme with pussy, right? Um, without being less than a man or being, you know, like being able to define what manliness is. What is, what is a father? What is a son? What is a brother? What do those words mean? What do that, what does that look like? What is a man? How many different kinds of men are there? Cause there's a variety of ways to be a man. And how much of, like, what you think you have to be is, like, because you're so fucking shit scared about somebody catching you doing what you might actually enjoy doing. Like, what if you're like, I really like the color pink and, like, I can't wear it because everyone's going to think I'm gay if I wear pink. Oh, except for those, like, five or six years where Abercrombie and Hollister had all these like pink polo shirts and it was like totally fine for guys to wear pink for the like five or six years because Abercrombie and Hollister said so because they had like beefy male models that like were totally getting the pussy and so like we could totally wear it. This is what I think straight guys talk like. No, that's not. My impression of straight guys is very offensive actually. Um, and I do it all the time when I'm impersonating my brothers 
It's really fun. I have three straight brothers. What's up? How you doing? I wanted to talk about what it's like, finally, to be this kind of man. To be male-leaning, non-binary, queer, human. <laughs> Comma, A. I am A of, of that. I am A human, queer, male-leaning, non-binary, human. I have made so many friends who are straight males who love me. They love me as a friend. And at some point, I feel this, like, feeling between the two of us of, like, not like they're in love with me or, like, can't help themselves, they have to have sex with me, but there's a feeling of, like, attraction, and I can feel it, but they'll never admit to it. They'll never admit that to themselves, and they'll, so they'll never be able to admit that to me. Of course, that's, you know, the deal where they get really fucked up on, you know, alcohol or drugs or whatever, and then they, you know, almost kiss me or some shit, and then you know, they're waiting for me to make the move and then the next morning they can just pretend like nothing happened or whatever. Um, it's really hard to be this self-realized, to be this open about what I want and what I feel and who I am when so many people around me are not there or they're too afraid to get there, to go there. I might be behind when it comes to like having a house, having a job, you know, that pays me fucking $120,000 a year and like whatever, whatever. But what I lack in things, I have, I have so much more, when it comes to emotional intelligence. I know I'm a stupid 16-year-old girl sometimes. Sorry, person. 16-year-old boys are way stupider than girls. I don't want to make it sound like I hate 16-year-old girls. I actually love 16-year-old girls. I want all of them to be my best friend. Nah. But I do kind of, I do kind of hate almost all 16-year-old boys. They're kind of terrible. Um, I feel like what makes me feel like I doubt myself so much is feeling things and feeling things from other people who aren't there, who can't meet me there, who won't be able to maybe ever meet me there. And then I start to say, wait, did I fucking make that up? I felt like there was something between us. Did I fucking make that up? And a part of me knows I didn't. But a part of me is like, well, nothing happened. 
you know? And as a non-binary person, did I just look like a girl to them last night? We were drinking and I had my hair a certain way and I was acting a certain way and maybe I had a little bit of makeup on. Was it just enough for them to pretend that I was girl enough for it to work? And then the next day, when it all wore off, when my carriage turned back into a pumpkin or whatever the fuck, it was just too real. And the real, the reality was that that could never be. And when I believe that gender is a spectrum, sexuality is a spectrum for all people, it's really hard because other people don't believe that. So it can't be for them. It can only be possible if you believe it's possible. If you believe that there's man and woman, then for you, there's man and woman. Until, of course, you have a fucking queer child (laughs) or a trans child or, you know, some person comes into your life that's like, uh, no, I don't fit into that shit. And then you're like, oh, God, now I have to, like, figure this out. Fuck. I'm a cis, white, straight man. Fuck. Fuck you guys. This is hard. Life is hard. Anyway, y'all. That's kind of all I have to talk about. I feel like there's so much more. There is more to be said. And I would like to have conversations with people about, like, how we can have... I want to have conversations about how we can have conversations is what I fucking almost said. I I do want to address the double standards. We have to... We can't exploit men in order to get men to stop exploiting women. Right? I used to be like, we need more male nudity in movies because it's all titties and pussy all the time. And like, I want to say some Zach. It's a new age. Dawn of a new era. We don't want some Zach in movies. It's like... Well, we should have dick in movies because it's beautiful. But also, dick is beautiful. I don't want to hear anyone saying that dicks are weird or ugly or whatever. I know it's the butt of so much, so many jokes in stand-up. But, like, honestly, bodies are beautiful. If you don't agree, keep it to your fucking self. Okay? I love you guys so much. Again, please rate, review, and subscribe. On whatever platform it is that you are listening to Make Sex With Me on. You can send sexy emails, or you can send angry emails, or you can send thankful emails, or any other kind to Make Sex With Me podcast at gmail.com. And check out our Linktree links in the show notes for all of our social medias. And again, don't forget, if you want to subscribe to the first uh, season of the podcast, you can pay a small fee to do so. Even if you just do it for a month, that'd be nice. I'd make $3, and I'd love you forever. Until I spent the $3, then I'd want more. But anyway, if you could, please, that'd be great. Links are in the show notes for that, too. And of course, you guys, as per usual, 
I hope that you are filling all your holes with whatever makes you happy. Goodbye.